Welcome back to the XRP Bully Daily. I'm the XRP Bully, back again with more bullish crypto news. And I want to thank you, the listeners, located in the United States and abroad. You can support this channel by sharing this content with your friends. That way, I can keep on making these episodes each and every night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is not financial advice. I am the XRP Bully. So, again... Yesterday, I made the appeal to my listeners from the United Kingdom and Australia, and I have received an overwhelming response. So thank you, each and every one of you. But again, if you are in the UK, if you are in Australia and abroad, there is absolutely no way that I can report on each of the daily breaking news that occurs, let alone research all of it. Okay, so I need your help. I need the help of the community. So if you are located in these areas, please send information my way so that I can properly report on happenings in the UK and Australia. So much is going on in the XRP community, in the cryptocurrency community at large. My next point that I want to make is this. I've been doing some self-reflection lately, and I have been listening to other XRP um, YouTubers, XRP content creators, XRP podcasters, and other cryptocurrency um, podcasters. And I've been doing some self-reflection, ladies and gentlemen, and I want to make something clear. I do not want to keep on creating hype videos, quote-unquote hype videos. I do understand that XRP is a very useful token, especially when it comes to cross-border payments and solving the problem of cross-border payments. However, I want to move away from saying that XRP is the best digital asset ever, even though the pros outweigh the cons when it comes to XRP. However, we need to keep some sort of objectivity when we are researching many digital assets because XRP will not be the only winner. And I apologize in advance, not in advance, but for my past, um, how would I call this, um, stance on XRP. XRP is a great digital asset, but it will not be the only winner. And I want to make that very, very clear because this message will inform your investing decision. I don't want anyone who listens to my channel to go all in on XRP because you will neglect other digital assets and other opportunities that will be equally as important to XRP. For example, precious metals. I'm not 100% on XRP, in all in on XRP. I hold precious metals as well, including gold, silver, rhodium, I hold other digital assets as well, including VeChain. I hold Ethereum, 
and casino coin. And I'm looking at other opportunities as well. So I want to make this very, very clear that we have to keep some sort of objectivity when we are analyzing the benefits of XRP, even though XRP solves a very legitimate problem when it comes to cross-border payments. So with all of that being said, let's get into the content today. The price of XRP is at 23 cents. We've experienced a positive 4.82% increase in the past 24 hours. Market cap is 10.7 billion US dollars. Trading volume is 1.7 billion US dollars and circulating supply is 45.0 billion XRP. Now, let's get into the breaking news. So, Brad Garlinghouse tweeted and I quote, over 70% of all central banks around the world are looking at deploying CBDCs. CBDCs stands for Central Bank Digital Currencies. And one thing that's crystal clear, he says, is the importance of interoperability. If you're not prioritizing this, you're just rebuilding the same siloed system. So he makes a point. What the world lacks is trust. Banks do not trust each other, especially if they are in different countries. And even within countries, banks do not trust each other. So using something like an XRP will allow banks to trust each other more because the funds that they would be sending to each other will be converted to a digital currency, i.e. XRP. Now, what if XRP did not exist? And what if central bank digital currencies existed? Well, the system, like Brad Garlinghouse says, would be the same old siloed system. See, in the system that we have currently today, I could send US dollars to the United, to, to, excuse me, to Japan, but an intermediary bank would have to hold my US dollars in a Nostro account, they call it, and they would have to convert my US dollars into Japanese yen on the foreign exchange. So, the use case for XRP is definitely there, and Brad Garlinghouse is correct when he says that prioritizing interoperability is the key to success. Now, let us read what Ripple has to say about interoperability especially when it comes to cross-border payments. So I am on the ripple.com website. The title of this article is Interoperability Will Determine CBDC Winners and Losers. So let me read a small excerpt from this. So, in a recent Bank of International Settlements survey, central banks not surprisingly rated improving efficiency of payments 
as a key motivation for issuing CBDC. So central banks are not motivated by improving efficiency of payments. So what are they motivated by? Let's read on. For many companies and individuals, most both domestically and across the globe, the ability to make low-cost, real-time global payments is critical to the success of their business or the welfare of families back home. So, the, so, so, so what does this tell us? This tells us that central banks don't view improvement and efficiency of payments as important as other things when they should. Now let's read. Neutral bridge assets will allow for frictionless value movement between various CBDCs without requiring each one to solve the liquidity challenges inherent in cross-border transactions. Currently, financial institutions need to park capital in multiple markets around the world as pre-funding or support the need for immediate exchange which increases the cost and risk of payment. So we do have this problem. We do have the problem of pre-funding accounts. And pre-funding accounts causes a liquidity problem because essentially, if I want to send money, if I am a bank and I want to send money from the United States to Japan and I regularly make these transactions each and every day, well, guess what? I might as well pre-fund the account, the Nostra account, that I will be using anyway in the future in order to be the bridge to send dollars to Japan. That's just one example. But this is why pre-funding doesn't work and it is slow and it's costly and it is a problem. Now, some people would say that Oh, well, there's no such thing as locked up assets. I want to make something very, very clear. When these banks send money to each other cross border, they do need to send the money to an intermediary bank. And that bank holds your money in an account called a Nostro account. Now, some people say that these funds are quote-unquote locked up. And that is the point of contention. That is the point that some XRP uh, naysayers say that funds are never quote-unquote locked up. Well, technically, they're right. But that's a perversion of speech. The reason why is because that although these funds in these Nostro accounts are not locked up for nobody to use, they are essentially locked up until they reach their destination. So that's where the blurring of lines lies when it comes to the problem that Ripple claims uh, to solve. And they do. They do solve this problem. 
It's just that people are arguing over definitions at this point. Which is frustrating at times, but it is what it is. Now, I want to talk about the XRP Ledger Foundation. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at XRPLF. Um, there is a fake account out there. And please do not follow that account, the real official account. Their username is XRPLF, and that's it. Okay, one more time. The real XRP Ledger Foundation's account Twitter handle is XRPLF. Now, what does the XRP Ledger Foundation do? So, I will read a tweet that the XRP Ledger Foundation um, tweeted yesterday, September 24th. So, it reads, Today, we launched the XRP Ledger Foundation, an independent, non-profit focusing on the growth, innovation, and development of the XRP Ledger and XRP community, with support of industry leaders, academics, and community members. We can ensure XRP Ledger is well positioned for the future. Let's read on. It states, what are we doing? So these are the things that they are doing. They are developing core XRP Ledger infra governance, validator diversity, code maintenance, publishing a unique node list, growing an already incredible development community, developer community, and promoting sustainable and scalable practices. We have been in the XRP community for years and we're excited to take this next step together to build and support the ledger. So finally, finally, the something like the XRP ledger, uh, ledger foundation, excuse me, has taken um, a stand has been brought to the forefront. Now, what does this mean for the XRP ledger? Now, many of us, when we are investing in XRP, we don't understand the technology and we don't understand the people that are behind the technology, that support the technology each and every day. The XRP Ledger Foundation is a group of people that has committed themselves to supporting the XRP Ledger. Now, let me read this article from Cointelegraph.com. The title states, New XRP Ledger Foundation gets 6.5 million in donations from Ripple and others. So, obviously, Ripple holds the XRP Ledger Foundation in high regard. This foundation is tasked with growing the XRP ledger. Unlike other digital assets like Bitcoin, the XRP ledger has a foundation that is responsible for the growth of the ledger. And a lot of people who are in this digital asset space are kind of, quote unquote, rebels they don't like banks etc but ripple has taken the stance that hey we cannot 
we we cannot get around these regulations, these banks. So let's work with them. And that's what Ripple has done. That's what the XRP Ledger Foundation has committed themselves to. And they've also committed themselves to growing the ledger. So let's read this article from Cointelegraph.com. Let me read a small part of it right here. So I'm looking for the part. Oh, right here. So the announcement, meaning the announcement from the XRP Ledger Foundation, also detailed plans to set up an XRP community fund which will operate independently of the foundation and focus on events and fostering XRP ledger adoption. So essentially, the XRP ledger foundation is not only talking and not only is not all talk. I mean, they have acted and they are a group of actors and movers and shakers in this community and they have created a fund let's read what the fund is about so this fund essentially is a place where people anyone developers entrepreneurs programmers etc can go on this website and create a po a post and 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 essentially um essentially present a project that the XRP ledger should endorse so there are many projects over here look at this an XRP gift card XRP poker quadratic funding a stablecoin PayPal to XRP and there are many, many more. So they are really wanting the community to grow. They want this community to, to grow. They want good things for this community. And also, they're looking to solve, which I believe is a very important problem to solve. They're looking to essentially release a list of unique nodes. So what are nodes? Nodes are, in the most basic sense, people that have committed to ensuring that the XRP ledger is upkept, and they do that by committing processing power and money at times to validating transactions that occur on the XRP ledger. So essentially the XRP ledger right now is supported by a group of volunteers, which is very, very, very remarkable. Now I have my concerns about that, mainly what motivates these volunteers, number one. And number two, how motivated they are and would this be sustainable moving into the future so these are the problems that the xrp ledger foundation will solve in the near future now lastly i want to talk about grayscale grayscale as some of you may not know 
is an asset management fund and they do not manage just any asset. They manage digital currencies, specifically XRP, among others, Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, etc. But I'm reading this tweet from Grayscale. It reads, $68 trillion will be transferred from older generations to younger generations over the next 25 years. It's time to pay attention to the behaviors of the next generation. So what does this mean? This means that the next generation is the digital generation. We, and even people younger than us, are more likely to use a digital currency than people who are older than us. We are more likely to adapt to using digital digital currencies. And this is a large number, $68 trillion transferred from older generations to younger generations. And to think that XRP is playing a pivotal, pivotal role in making sure that these, these funds are as liquid as possible. Because although the younger generation are more apt to using digital currencies, the younger generations also spend more and move money quicker than the older generations. The older generations save more money in savings accounts. The younger generations spend more, consume more. So in order to support the consumption needs of the younger generations over the next 25 years, we need something like an XRP in order to make sure that things of value could be transferred easily, quickly, and at a low cost. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with more news on everything in the XRP and cryptocurrency communities. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. I'm the XRP Bully, signing out.